Hey guys, what's up? It's me, Jay, and welcome to another episode of Jay Talking Podcast, where we are here talking in these streets. I'm here today, joined with Erica. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? This is some good drink. Yeah, today's drink is... It's the Mike's brand of hard lemonade. Um, very refreshing. Yeah, I don't usually like sweet drinks, but I think this is all we have, and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's good. It's not my not by any means my favorite. <laughs> I feel like the lemon flavor, and along with the alcohol and the like spike tanginess, it really burns my throat. But you know, I have to have me a drink nonetheless to give my brain and help me, you know, help me recoup from a lot of this this big pandemic that's going on around us and hopefully get a little drunk have my had some nail polish right here was sniffing it earlier hope that can make me a little bit happier as well all right um, i got more where that came from yeah i love the smell of nail polish oh let's not forget our high school intern yeah Brittany. hi hi guys yeah Brittany's shadowing today she may want to be in some potential episodes in the future so she's going to see how we get it done Take yeah. notes. Take notes. Anyway, let's start this episode with some accidents. As you oh guys boy. may know, accidents is a, is a segment where pretty much it's a car accident. Not a real car accident. But a segment where we just um, call out people or even ourselves, whether it's people we know, people that are in our family, our friends, celebrities, politicians, whoever. Just call them out on the dumb stuff that they do. And pretty much the things that blow up in their face. Yeah, so, that's that's an accident, all so right. So we had a really big accident, um, you know, and we may have to call the ambulance on this accident, no pun intended. Um, yeah, so my accident for today is going to have to go to Donald Trump and the American government. Oh, Lord. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I, I am a proud American. I love... This, I'll take a drink on that one. I love this country. I love my... God bless it. Yeah, and I'm also very proud of my ancestors' contribution to this country and the big impact we have. So I'm definitely proud to be American. You know? Me too. However, unfortunately, there are a few things about our country that can use some work. So my accident is going to have to go to Donald Trump and the American government for pretty much letting this coronavirus get out of hand. And you know what's you know what you know the thing that really sucks though is that the past few episodes I was just saying like the coronavirus is a very serious situation but it's not as scary or big as people are making it seem like it won't I I didn't feel like it would be a big big deal I feel like it was serious but I didn't think it would be a big big deal because on wait when did you say this I said this the last two episodes like like how long ago maybe a month or two ago I don't know oh okay but well that's what we're being told yeah but you know what but the thing was and i and i still would agree with that but i i don't anymore no i don't agree with that. and that's the only reason i guess the reason i said that was because you know i was under the assumption that you know our government saw what was going on in china and they would take you know some kind of precautions you know not every day do world leaders see a big you know pandemic arising and they would just say things like oh it's just a, it's hoax. a political hoax. <laughs> it's a hoax, or it's a um. What else did they? What they say? What else did they say? It's, it'll be over soon, or it's not. Pretty By much Easter. Yeah, just pretty much making it seem like it wasn't a big deal, and unfortunately, all the states were not 
<laughs> well, I mean, at the same time, like, you do have to have a cool head, like, when you rule a country. Like, I mean, granted, maybe there should have been some some preparations going on behind the scenes. Yes. But when you're talking to the country, you don't want people to get, like, in an uproar. So I get that part. Well, you don't want people to get in an uproar, but you have to have some kind of preparedness. <laughs> right, like. Like it was just that's like, the only bad thing about there's it. no there, there's I don't know how it is now, but I know when it first was hitting really big, there were barely any tests. And as of today, it's like over 200,000 cases reported cases. But you best oh, where over 200 in America. OK, so you best April 1st as of April 1st. Yeah. Okay. So I think it was like 211 to 12,000. And you best believe the real number is way bigger than that. Well, yeah, because everybody hadn't been tested. Right. (laughs) Like, I know I've been coughing a little bit, and um, my throat was scratchy, but I was Mm. like, I'm not taking that test. (laughs) (laughs) You can get the test. Yeah, it's like, how do you even, I don't even know. So you have to go to the hospital, say that you you have these symptoms, and get a test, like, do we have enough tests now? I don't know. I haven't been following it anymore. I have no idea how. <laughs> Sorry, my drink. And really I hate going sour. to the hospital, so I'm not going to take a test. You know what I told you? I said, I hope I do not get the coronavirus. Because I'll just take a leave. If I get the coronavirus, I, I ain't going to the hospital. I'm going to just stay well, quarantined in my room because my point of view is, why would I go to a hospital and pay all this money when there's what? no um, cure? There's no cure to it right now. So I'm like, I'll just stay quarantined in my room, drink my hot tea, my ginger, my um, immune system health products, whatever I can find. Like, yeah. we, it, we, it really should not happen. You know, and it's just funny. And in fact, this is the reason why. Um, well, we, you know what? For all I know, I may have had it before because I got sick. Like, I had symptoms. Um I think it was back in November, like where I was coughing for a while and mm. my throat was hurting. I was feverish. Well, that's good. But you're immune to it now. Oh, really? Okay. Well, you're I supposed mean, I don't to. know. I mean, there wasn't a test for it. I just thought I had a, the flu bug. Mm-hmm. Well, they say with the coronavirus, like a lot of people, like, have you heard about how a lot of people were tested positive, but then they were tested negative and then positive again? No, I haven't heard that. Well, apparently that's something that's going on. And the thing is, whenever you get a virus, you're supposed to have, like, immunity to it. From my understanding, you're supposed to be immune to it. Like, it wouldn't. Like, forever? I guess. At least you you should not be able to get it the next week. So, based on what I'm hearing. That would be hard. Based on what I heard in the news, I don't remember the sources I heard this from, but apparently there were, like, a lot of defective tests. So, there were some people that may have had it. But they tested negative for it, but they had it. So a type one, the type A error, or type one error, type two error. I don't know what that is. You know, statistic stuff. Um, I didn't. I I don't remember that. But um, so there was some like tests that wasn't working, and people. I guess people were freaking out because they were being tested positive again. But the thing is, they were probably never negative when they got tested. Like they they had it, and the test said they didn't. But they still had it, even though they just said no. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, accident, that's an understatement. Like, this is a pile-up, a, a pile like a legit pile-up. This is a big pile-up. We have to, It's a, this accident is so big that we went and got our nurses and doctors. It's almost like a comedy of errors. Right, like, 
What an accident. But you know what? I still think we should just stay positive in this time because, you know, people are getting restless in their houses, trying to go out, even though I think we're like, we have a statewide, um, what is it, shelter at home, like where you really are not supposed to leave the house except yeah. for like an emergency or, you know, I think and they, essentials. And they initiated that in my state too. Like I think I read that today that um, Florida has a statewide thing. Yeah. So, and the thing is, I well, can't. I, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure like it's going to, as more states, as their numbers go up, they're going to have to, you know, take drastic measures. But um, I don't know. I was getting anxiety because I was like, man, I'm, I'm ready to get out of the house. I'm ready. You know, like, done. I, like I said, this the worst thing about this pandemic to me personally, I mean, of course, I don't want to get sick. But my trip, <laughs> because I was oh supposed God. to take a trip to South Korea, and then I was even if like when I, when this first broke out, like South Korea was hit really hard at first. So I was like, okay, if I can't go to South Korea as soon as I want to, I can take some national trips. But that's out the picture now. He maybe it's not though, since we have some relatives that's coming from California right now, which is a pretty big yeah, hot I mean, spot can... <laughs> of the coronavirus. But I guess that didn't stop them from going on the plane. So maybe that's maybe that shouldn't stop me from going on the plane. I don't know. I'm a little bit more cautious, though. I don't want to get sick. No. I mean, because <laughs> planes are already kind of nasty anyway, like, even mm-hmm. on a regular day. So, this is not a good time for me to be getting on a plane, and I'm good on that. But Yeah. But I guess the good thing is that, you know, I'm still able to have more time to plan what I want to do when I go to Korea. Like, I know I, to- I, know I told you this a, a minute ago, but... When I was looking at nightlife in Asia in general, Korea was one of the, like the top cities. Well, not no one of the top countries. I mean, that have good nightlife. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for some clubs. I was getting excited, and then, you know, I have some friends that's there, so we were like, you know, possibly planning on going out. And I was my research about these clubs. It came to me looking at some YouTube footage of seeing people that went there and just like getting a and more in-depth look with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that over there, certain places, like, they don't let f- certain people in, particularly foreigners. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, so they openly discriminate, like, yes. as a policy. Yes. It's like they don't, because it's a homogenous country, so they, I guess they never went through the civil rights era or so they don't have any laws to mm-hmm. back that up. So that's something that I was wondering about because. Well, know, I, I mean, you don't have to go through the civil rights era to know that discrimination is wrong. Like that is mm-hmm. like wrong on a holistic level. Like, yeah. So that's something I want to watch out for. I'm trying to think of like, I don't know. I mean, I guess. I, I think just going to a homogenous country. My biggest thing is just the feeling of sticking out like a sore thumb like I feel like every and I know you know black people are everywhere but I just have this thought in my mind of people just pointing at me well I think like in certain places like I know possibly touching me and yeah I mean that's common I hear but I hear that kind of thing is more common in China than Korea because I think Korea is a little bit more exposed to African-American or black people yeah I mean on my job like I handle uh the Asia Pacific region, and I come in contact with Chinese, Koreans, Japanese. Um, I think 
Thailand was another one. And everybody, they're really nice. I mean. They are. I mean. No, I so like my customers. Yeah, I mean, like, one thing I was nervous about was, because like, you hear, I, mean, I, I guess I have to go there for myself to get my own experience. Because you hear all these things about, you know, certain groups being racist and stuff. Excuse me. You know, so that's something I keep in my mind. But it's like in my personal. But that's everywhere, so. Yeah, but like it's like in my personal experience, I. I don't think I've. Dealt with, that from them. I mean, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. I don't think I haven't. I mean, there were some people that were that I just that may have said racist things, but that if you look at the situation, I mean, yes, but there was a way bigger problem than just race my opinion with certain people yeah but yeah well anyway i mean do you want to talk any more about coronavirus Mm-mm, no um, who's okay. rona <laughs> mm-hmm. well i just wanted to just touch back on it because like like i was saying it was kind of it act, you can actually get like depressed because mm-hmm. the social distancing for us especially in this country it's like it's so painful because, you know, you want to talk to your friends, you want to, you know, have your normal routine and um, even see your coworkers face to face. And it's like for the la- for the past two weeks, I've just been seeing the people, you know, my immediate family. And it's like, don't get me wrong. I love my family, but dang, <laughs> this is close. Mm hmm. So, you know, um, you see, I had to um, come back here from Florida because, you know, I knew this was coming the day where they lock everybody in and I live in that apartment by, by myself. So I was like, I don't know if I could be in this apartment by myself every day. Well, so I'll try. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of good for you that you decided to go back home. And I feel like, and that was, there were rumors going around that they're going to, that they have the, um, they were guarding the borders for the, the Florida borders. Now, I wasn't sure which part they were guarding, like if it was like the Georgia, Florida or the, you know, other states that border Florida. But I remember that day I was sweating. I said, let me pack up. That was an emergency pack session because I'm like, I cannot be in this apartment by myself and not be able to go nowhere. Everything be closed. And not only that, I'm not even good at buying food for a pandemic. Like all I had was just like canned clam chowder, canned corn, canned beans. Brown rice and pancakes. That sounds like some <laughs> into the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, all those canned goods. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm good mm-hmm. at shopping for food, but you're right. Like, you got you have to put more thought in it when you're thinking about, you know, just the picture of like Armageddon or something where you got to pack your provisions. It's like, yeah, dang, what I, do I pack? Canned meats. Yeah, I didn't even have my gun. Like, I don't. I don't have a gun permit, so that's the thing. I don't even have a gun to protect myself because I feel like people would go crazy. Yeah, I got my guns. I'm good on that. (laughs) I need to get my permit. But, yeah, that's another thing. I was like, I don't care about no permit at that point. As long as I got my arm, as long as I'm armed. (laughs) Like, I was thinking, like, I don't have nothing to protect myself. Like I said, you know, because I know things get hectic. Like, I heard that in Italy. Yeah, because I think, like, they even, like, some crimes were just going to be kind of put off like the police weren't going to be charging people okay i mean that's fine and good i understand that but can we not tell the criminals this right yeah i mean yeah I mean, that's i mean just do it <laughs> just exactly let's not announce this i mean that sounds like the purge mm-hmm. yeah but, so. um 
But I decided, you know, I'm just going to make the best of it. I'm just going to realize, you know, um, this is going to be over. And when it is, we're going to be a part of history. Um, hopefully, if this happens again, we'll be better prepared. I know I'm going to be getting more toilet paper. Like, I feel like when I when those shelves will start with toilet paper again, I'm going to just get it just for the heck of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm doing pretty good with that right now. But, um, But, yeah, like. Just trying to take my time, be patient, stop trying to rush back into my normal life and just, I don't know, live in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm sure you'll just be overshocked. Whatever that consists of. Right now travel. it's just drinking my alcohol and eating peanuts. Mm-hmm. So I guess... While on the top anyway. tr- topic of the coronavirus, let's move to our next segment right quick. We have um, traffic. What's that beeping sound? Mm, it's annoying me. Um, yeah, so for traffic. So our first traffic news that we got, and it doesn't have to be, like I said, it doesn't have to be like anything in the Now, wait, what's the traffic? What's the tra- traffic segment well, in regard, Give me the rules. Well, for traffic, it's just like a lot of stories that like, generate some form of traffic. Like, it doesn't have to be like a celebrity story or politics story. It could just be like any story that have people interest. Oh, I know. Oh, I know what that one is so for me. I some, know what this is. So, some traffic is light, stuff that you may not know about. Some things are, some traffic is really heavy traffic. and I got some heavy traffic. Yeah, so I have a mix of heavy traffic and some light traffic. So, for the heavy traffic... Did you see that viral video about that um, nurse that quit her job? No. Well, basically, why is that getting the news? Well, because she posted. Oh, because it. it's a coronavirus. She posted. So she posted a video. A lady. Um, she posted a video and she was saying how she has kids and I guess she had a, um, I guess she has some health issue. I don't know if she has it or if she had it in the past, mm-hmm. but she had like I guess she has something in her health history that, you know, can. I guess make her more susceptible to more severe case maybe i don't know but basically she was just saying that calling i think she was calling her manager evil because she assigned her to a um coronavirus floor and she said you know what my kids come first my health comes first and i'm quitting and she just went on a rant just about this stuff and i have um mixed feelings about this like I, I get that if that's what you feel, if you feel like you need to be safe for your kids and for your um yourself and your own health, I completely get that. But at the same time, why post this on social media calling the lady evil? I mean, first of all, this is going to damage your reputation. I, something tells me this has nothing to do with the fact that her manager put her on the floor. Right. It's like it's you can tell it's just some bitterness. She just don't like her. Yeah. And it's just like. She was just looking for a reason. And I wouldn't even feel comfortable with somebody like that that goes on social media to post and vent saying how you quitting. I want I want, want you to be my nurse anyway. That's just so unprofessional. And it's just, I mean, what if everybody decided to quit? You yeah. know, like, why I put this on social media and just, it went viral. It went on the shade room. And it's just, this is crazy. Like, why? Like, don't give other people ideas. Like, we need nurses and doctors, you know? And there are several nurses and doctors that are putting themselves at risk, and I applaud that. I appreciate that. You know, I'm really thankful that we have them, and just for someone to just. Yeah, but I mean, even saying I'm on the coronavirus floor, I mean, is 
don't get me wrong. I mean, I understand it's highly contagious, but it's like that the worst floor you could be on. Like we're all on the coronavirus floor. Nobody knows who has it. I know. I mean, I can have it at this point. <laughs> I'm on the corona coronavirus floor when I'm going to Kroger or the grocery store. Rather, you guys might not know Kroger, but yeah, yeah I but mean, I no, I don't understand that. Like, what was she? I mean, what kind of response was she getting? Like, I mean, I guess it was like a mixed response. I think a lot of people agreed with her. But a lot of people. I mean, what's there to agree with? Like you, you are not going to be nurse of the year. You quit your job when because she was when to, the country needs you. She was trying to paint the picture that her manager was just evil. They didn't care about her and just you know. I, I guess. I mean, that could be true, but that's that's a totally different conversation. Yeah, I mean, like I said, if that's what she felt in her heart to do, she has a right to feel that way. I just say, why post it on social media? Like, I just don't like it when people post things that's clearly none of our business on social media, especially when it's something that can be so controversial. Like, why Why did you need, feel the need to post this? Why not just vent to this about, to your husband or personal friends? Like, why do the whole world need to know? Like, this is nothing noble. <laughs> no, I mean, I hope, I really and truly, I hope she got dragged for that because I don't like that. Like, mm-hmm. everybody has to kind of take responsibility for everybody like right i was just thinking about all these people who are like delivering packages the mailman Mm -hmm. and um well i mean especially people who work in the healthcare field like you doing your part you know to to keep this thing under control and then other people doing their part to just make sure other businesses getting taken care of even um even though this is a a unique situation mm-hmm. and um yeah like that's your opportunity to help your country help the world mm-hmm. so um i know a lot of people they don't get the credit they deserve but yeah you got people out there who don't have enough food don't have a I mean, people who losing their jobs and she quits her job. Right. Another thing. And people, in fact, speaking of that, today's April 1st. People got to pay bills, pay their rent. Don't remind me. We're not going to get into that accident. (laughs) I'm just so thankful to have a job. Yeah, where you can work from home. Yeah, when I can work from home and still. But like, I, I think about that all the time. I'm like, what are these people gonna do who can't don't have the opportunity to work from home and I have no idea. It just comes off really spoiled for her just to quit and make a big announcement about it. Yeah, she sounds very entitled to me. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything really to agree with with that. Yeah. So some other traffic that went viral, which was something that I was looking forward to. The Olympics. The Olympics is postponed until 2021. I feel like that's the best decision they could have made. Yeah. Because but the because thing, that's like the off year. Yeah. So, yeah, it just makes sense. And not just that, though, because I remember a few months earlier, they were saying, like, either the, the Olympics are going to happen this year or it's going to be canceled altogether. Like, they could not cancel it. I mean, you know how long these people put into all that training. That's what I was how, saying. No, like, I was like, please do don't. Like, they were just saying how postponing it was so unlikely because... Plus, everybody wanted to see Simone Biles. Like, I know really? that's what I was looking for too. Looking forward to, like, I want to see her win the record with the all five medals. Because I remember last time she messed up on the beam 
and she but she could have easily won that like she was always first on the beam but i guess she just slipped yeah. up but she still she still holds the record but it's tied with somebody else that has that record as well yeah she need to go ahead and break that i want her to break it have all five representing the country no pressure representing the blacks um <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> represent the country simone yeah so i'm looking blacks the whites mm-hmm I'm looking Mexicans. I'm looking forward to that and just I also love to watch the soccer games. I love to watch what do I like to watch? That's so boring. That's I love watching boring. soccer. Soccer's no, the best. the best the gymnastics and track and field, that's it. Oh, and the swimming. I love I like watching the swimming and diving stuff too. I can watch the swimming for a good thirty minutes and I'm done. I like that and I like the diving things too. Because I so always fun. look the one thing I do like about the swimming is seeing how much they splash because like diving, I think. Okay, well, diving. Diving and swimming, it's the same to me because you got to swim out the pool. But The water um, stuff, the water works, I guess. I think that I was looking one time when I was a few years ago and they were talking about um, the amount of splash they had. So I just find myself always critiquing the splash. Mm-hmm. And diving. And, and I think the thing is it looks so easy. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't? <laughs> I look like they about to hit the head with a diving board. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it looked relatively easy. But then I learned I cannot dive. Like, I, we had a pool at my university. And every time I would go on the diving board, I would try to dive. The one time I really tried, like, I would always go on the diving board and jump in. But there was one time where I did try to dive in. Never again will I do that. No, because for that some, mess looks hard. For some reason, whenever I'm underwater and I don't hold my nose, I I I, I breathe the water in. I always I always have this big episode where I breathe the water in and I start coughing, about to drown. Oh wow! Like I can swim, but it's like I just cannot hold my breath without having my hand on my nose. Like I have to have either the goggles. I have to have goggles, like for my eyes. I need goggles for my nose. Well, you still can't breathe with them. I don't need to breathe. I, my thing, I need something to hold my nose holes. I don't know why. Because when I'm, what I'm saying is anytime I go underwater, even if I'm not breathing, if I'm trying to hold my breath, it seems like water always goes inside my You're nose. You're probably panicking. I don't panic, though. I'll just be, it just goes in my nose. I don't know if my nose holes are too big. I don't think they are. <laughs> but I, I have to hold my nose for some reason. I, it, like I tried just swimming without nothing on my nose and just holding my breath but it never works and i always and i really don't feel it until i actually get my head back above water that's when i feel it mm. so well we'll see i mean i can wait another year but like i would not i would have been very disappointed if they would have just canceled it and i wouldn't have even thought that would have happened because i mean tokyo isn't it in tokyo yeah, like all the preparations they do for that, like mm-hmm. no, that that just wouldn't have made sense. So I can't wait. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So here's some more lighter traffic. What well, did you have any heavy traffic you want to go about? Oh, I got some heavy traffic. How about the the Lion King movie? Not the Lion, <laughs> the Netflix show. The like Tiger it seems King. like, yeah, the Tiger King. Dang, yeah, the Tiger King. It's a documentary on Netflix mm-hmm. that like is really trending like getting some heavy traffic and like my sister came over and she was like oh yeah Eric you gotta see this movie you gotta see it and I'm thinking it's a movie 
mm-hmm. you know, because it's on Netflix. But it's a end up being a documentary, and I was looking at it at first. I'm like, girl, I don't want to look at this weird redneck gutter Caucasian people. No, no, thank you. But then I got hooked on it, and I like watched six episodes in a row that night, mm-hmm. and that thing was so freaking pitiful. Bas- pitiful it was bizarre it was nasty it was but but i couldn't take my eyes away it's like it was so maybe it was like an accident i think they should win like an would it would it be an emmy or an oscar or emmy i guess emmy and emmy i feel like it was like a big combination of a lot of things it was a combination the combination of country the combination of animals animal rights animal abuse the topic of like laws, like like you know, uh, polygamy, uh, polygamy. They had a little bit of everything. Homosexuality. Everything was, was in this it? little documentary, and it was just like all the stuff that just we just straight up weirdos. Like it was like a whole culture of like like we know the toothless, the, the toothless drug, were represented. <laughs> drug addicts. They were represented as well. Uh, what do you call it? Who uh, else? Pedophilia. I guess pedophilia. Yeah, like yeah. Like I, I guess I assumed, but I guess it was never really like proven. Like, oh yeah, it was pedophilia it was for there. sure. Yeah, it was just so many different themes in there that. And the most fascinating part about it is, like, if you haven't seen this, like, I wouldn't necessarily say that this is a um, that what is it? I'm not necessarily saying that this is a spoiler, but like, it might be a little bit of a spoiler. Um, I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna give anything away, but I might. Just know that you should watch this movie. I'm sorry, this documentary because you think it's a movie because it's like everything is filmed in real time. I'm sorry, I cannot get over that Carol Baskin though. <laughs> listen though, listen, like it's not like they're they're not having a recreation of what happened. Like, it's not like they're actors portraying these people. It's like in real time, like they literally caught everything on camera as it was happening. And it's just, it's just sad. It's mm-hmm. just sad. And that, who's your favorite character? I don't have a favorite character. My favorite, char- <laughs> my favorite character is Carol. I guess my favorite is Joe. My favorite is Carol Baskin. The actual Tiger King. I think Carol Baskin is my favorite. She was just so funny. You know why? No, I hated that lady because you know what? I know people like her. And all of them, I can't stand. It's like, first of all. It's like they're just evil, but then they try to cover it up. I know, that's a what I like. sweet voice. I hate it. I like, the, I, I love observing people that are like clearly crazy. Like when she revealed all those tiger, those cat prints in her closet, everything in her house was cat print. I knew this lady was opera rocker. <laughs> but I find it so interesting watching crazy people that's evil or whatever when they're just trying to act so nice and sweet. Like, it's good to observe. Like, I would want to talk That's to what you call a psychopath. But I know several people like that in my real life, too. I do, too. And, and that's why I could not stand her. And, like... I think Joe was my favorite because it was like... He just wanted to be a star. Yeah, but he was a... Don't get me wrong. He was mm. nasty and disgusting, but... He just wanted to be a star, and, and like she just, and people. she just kept trying to stop him. Yeah, he was. He took a lot of a lot of advantage. I mean, I, over I people. wasn't particularly happy about the pedophilia, but hey, mm. all those people were disturbed. <laughs> yeah, but I feel with Karen. I mean, with, with Carol, I feel like 
her person that I don't know. Don't you ever sometimes like? I don't know if she would be the antagonist, but do you ever like just in any kind of movie or like show? You kind of you don't root for them, but it's just interesting to watch the antagonist. Mm, sometimes, yeah, but so, just like, not her. Well, I guess because this is not this is real life. I guess it makes it a little different. But it was just so. Like she definitely killed her husband. And it's just the, the way she talked was so interesting to me. Like when she was talking about, I always repeat this, the tiger print pants part. She's like, oh my gosh, she gets the cutest pants. I love your pants. It's just the way she's talking to the girl. Yeah, I guess I just imagine myself. I was, just, I guess I was imagining what if I was in, for whatever reason, what if I was in this group of people, whether I'm volunteering or my work if here. If I was ever in this group of people, I would cut my wrist. I'm just thinking like, what, I'm like, how would I react to this? Mm-mm. That was so funny, just and like also the part how she was like, I would never kill my husband, and I did not do it. I don't know what happened, and you know, and those daughter, poor daughters, they in the white, <laughs> they were so pitiful as well. Not in a bad way, but like just sad, like they couldn't. This show should really, I, I mean, this show should really get some awards, like. Mm-hmm. The fact that they were going, everything was caught on camera, like everything. Mm-hmm. And it was so, I thought it was so sad. I walked in on it. I didn't really see what led up to it when the little I don't think you need guy, to say stuff because this is like too much of a spoiler alert. It's going to be a spoiler. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> but when, so this is a spoiler alert. So you might want to skip to a few seconds ahead. Okay. It was so sad when, what's his name? Travis killed himself. Yeah, he, now his story, his story was so sad. Like, but what, I don't usually feel sorry for. It's like it takes a lot for me to feel sorry for people, but I really felt sorry for him because he looked like he was just freaking in a freaking drug-induced coma every time you saw him. Like he would be sitting there staring his face with his mouth open. I hate like the- who would even want to be around somebody like that. And I hate it when, when he died and they, at the funeral. And his mom was like, in the, how, what was the age gap between him and Joe? I don't know. Wasn't he like fresh out of high school when he met? Yeah, he had to be like. If not already 17, in 17, 18. I have no idea Possibly 19. But the mom said that Joe was a year older than her. Yeah, yeah. She's like, you know, I didn't really <laughs> like it. Um, <laughs> she was crazy he's, too. Joe's a year older than me. I didn't like it. But I'm like, well, as long as Travis is happy. <laughs> Like, like lady. lady, you. This is all your fault. You felt your son, lady. As long as he's clearly, happy. clearly, she felt her son. I'm like, I don't know. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, he's that happy. Part. If he's happy, I guess he can go with this old strange man <laughs> and work at the with the, with the wild animals. Work with the wild animals and get him a, his own house. Oh, don't get don't get me started on Don Antler. What was his name? Don Antley. But what? Huh? What was his name? Bahar. Bawarja, some Indian name he gave. Oh, himself. it was Bahar, Bar, something. Like Bar, I don't know. He 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 was really obsessed with Indian culture, or at least like at, that was another interesting thing too. Just seeing like the Indian culture, like I don't know, cultural the Indian culture exchange, was I very guess. very very small in this movie. Yeah, but it just it was still like it still seemed like it fit in. It was strange. Like and him and all his um prostitutes or well, his wives. I mean, sorry, his, his concubines. Wives. <laughs> his wives. They all. I had them in the house. I'm sorry. I think drugs was a part of all of this. Like, but the girl, his wives didn't. They actually looked decent. Like they didn't look drugged up. Are they seem? I mean, I don't know. They had to have been drugged. 
I don't know what goes on in their heads, but I thought it was just like this so. This guy had a lot of money because he had like this compound with all these big houses yeah, on the, it. Every wife had her own house. Yeah, that's what the girls were in it for. They wanted their own house. They like, shoot, I live in this country. Let me. Mm, I'd rather live under Were they from Oklahoma? Live there. They're like, I'm from Oklahoma. No, that was he was in South Carolina. Oh, South Carolina. Well, still, he was now, probably Joe there. was Oklahoma. Well, the girls are probably like, you know what? Like, life is hard out here. I live in this country. Not much opportunities available. Let me see what this is about. You know, and yeah, he didn't it, have any black woman though. And did sure. and did they um have their audition thing where they were auditioning to dance to be like weren't they like different <laughs> tiers of ladies? <laughs> that was so funny to me. <laughs> you know, they were just I guess shaking the titties and shaking the butt, <laughs> the, wearing the little animal animal headband or whatever. <laughs> get noticed to get they wanted that house. They were competing, and this one lady <laughs> I don't understand why. That noise. Why was that lady? So, wh- wh- why was she so upset again? Like, wh- why was she upset? She like, probably never got her house. She never got her house. Like, I don't oh, know. She maybe she felt she couldn't compete. I don't know, but she I wasn't mean, the cutest in the face to me. Yeah, but they were grooming her. They gave her, got her a boob job, and, and they gave her some new boobs. Maybe that's why she went in. She wants some new boobs, <laughs> a new butt. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I don't think no. His ladies didn't have much of a butt, so he wasn't into that. Well, I guess she wanted. <laughs> I guess that's a part of gold digging going wrong. <laughs> you know, we should have a, we should have a segment about that gold digging going wrong. Like I know so many people, like just both gold digging. As far as I'm concerned, always goes wrong. I don't. I mean, it's it, always gonna go wrong. I don't care. I don't know, but it definitely went wrong for them. And like they said, Don Antler or Ant, whatever. He was pretty controlling, so I guess that's a negative. But you get your own house. Yeah, you but get to work at some at point, the- he's going to come to that house. That's the part that I don't But like. they were attracted to him, right? <laughs> were they not uh-huh. attracted to him? I guess. And he and they get their, um they get to work on a little animal show. That would kind of, that would kind of be like, don't you think like working with the animals and showing people animals, wouldn't that be like a dream job for those like type of people that's like out in yeah. the country? Not yeah, for me. I do. Yeah, like, not I, for me. Definitely not. But I feel like that's I'm not working with like. no wild tigers. Because I feel like that, um, like the country culture, like they like that kind of stuff or whatever. And they like, you know, like, oh, look at my animal. But I didn't look realize that was such guys. a big business Tiger. in this country. Like I heard that. It's underground. I heard that these animals who are in, um, in these places like this, outnumbered numbers that are out in the wild. That's kind of hard to believe. Like, oh, well, I heard that something. They're out in the wild, like in Asia and Africa. Yeah, but like they, you know, breeding them here is like serious business. So, my thing is, what did were you were you ever able to catch why Carol was saying that? Like, what was her justification for doing the same thing that Joe Exotic did? I don't know. That lady was crazy. Like what? <laughs> like she's like no. Like she just said that she always loved cats, even as a child. So yeah, I guess she saw him doing it, and she decided to get in on her back end. And well, if he's doing it, I should be able to do it. I should be the only person to do it. So I'm going to go after him. Because it was like that was her, her whole career was just following him around. Yeah, like. And just like, and you were like saying like how she would come, she wakes up early. Miss Carol wakes up early in the morning to just do her research on Joe Exotic. <laughs> she wakes up early with her little laptop and looking up the news for the day with her little coffee and her mug or whatever. She and her up. husband too. He following her up with that stupid stuff. Miss Carol said, this, 
mm, I need to be the only person to have all these cats and tigers and bears or whatever. Yeah, you know, so it's not having it. That I was think her, but I think the reason she felt she was better is because she got animals that had already been on these little circuits of people, you know, coming to watch them. And like after the animals are don't have any, the, these people don't have any more use for the animals, then they just try to just dispose of them. So I think she took them then. Mm. So I guess she felt like her work was more noble because she wasn't, she didn't get the animals to do that. She got the ones that had already been doing that, but nobody wanted them anymore. But was, wasn't there footage of her, her first husband taking new animals and trying to separate them from their parents? <laughs> but I think that was, she said like, um, she uh, regretted that. She regretted that. Like, oh. she changed after that. So, okay. Well, I don't know. I think I might look at it again. <laughs> no, it's funny. Yeah, she got nothing but time. And we all know she killed that man. Her husband. <laughs> yes, she did. Because, you know, Miss Carol was about her dollars. And I guess he was trying to divorce her. And she saw that her, her, she saw her whole business, her whole tiger den or tiger exhibit. Before her eyes, Mm-mm, she was not about to let go of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, that was that was my traffic. Like I've been hearing like people talking about that all over. Like I didn't know what it was about. Like, um, somebody was saying Shaq was in the Tiger King, and I was like, Yeah, just in like a few seconds. Yeah, I'm, that's why I thought it was a movie. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then Shaq has since came out saying, I do not condone it. Um, he was like, me and Joe Exotic are not friends, and I don't know what he's doing. And I guess Shay was like, let me wipe my hands free of this, miss. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he don't need nobody coming after him. Right. But anyway, yeah, because uh, Joe's in jail now, so. Yeah, so unfortunate. Oh, and the other, see, I didn't see the part when the man left him. I want to see that part. Oh yeah, 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 the, yeah. Somebody else knocked up, and he. Yeah, it, I mean, I didn't see that part. He said that he was never gay. No, like he, the guys who were with Joe were, weren't even gay. Mm. But he got some. Well, aside from John Finley, he got some good-looking guys, though. I mean, they were <laughs> young and like attractive. I'm like, wait a minute. John Finley, the four teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> he was on meth pretty bad, I guess. That's, so I gotta definitely rewatch it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's I think it's worth watching. Mm-hmm. Even so, rewatching. So anyway. Yeah. So, so that's my traffic report. So on the lighter traffic, I think if you didn't see it, you're probably confused about everything we just talked about. But hopefully, it watch piqued it. your interest to watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Like even though we you would not be disappointed. We made a spoil some things or whatever, and but, we may not have made a lot of sense. <laughs> but you'll. Let, just because we spoil it, that would not ruin it for you. Like it was, it's just it's not even just about what happened. Because even before I watched it, I already heard some things about. I heard about somebody murdering their husband, and I heard I heard about these kind of things. But it was just still very interesting to watch. Yeah, you have to watch just the it. whole vibe of like these people have so many problems. It's, it will make you feel so good about your life. So for some lighter traffic, I gotta talk about this thing. This is like very light traffic. Like I'm not really sure how big this community is outside of YouTube or whatever, outside of the 
outside of video games, but the Tekken drama. So Tekken, if, for you guys that don't know, Tekken is like the best game ever, my best fighting game. And basically, I don't want to just long story short. Video games these days, when they release certain things, when they release games, like there's never, there's no such thing as a finished game on release anymore. Like games are constantly getting new updates, new, yeah, new updates. So Tekken's a fighting game, and there's like a lot of, there's like a total of 49 characters as of right now, and they're always releasing updates for each character. The game is very unbalanced. Like, well, it's pretty balanced, but there's still like a lot of, there's still clearly some characters that need some updates while others don't really need more updates. But basically what happened is there was updates to the game where people, like some characters that were already good on it, they got like a lot of updates that were in their benefit while there were other characters who saw nothing, that who, who needed benefits, but they received no updates at all. So the whole community was like in an uproar First of all, I didn't know that the video game community getting uproars. I didn't know they they were tweeting like the the um founder of it, and basically there was a big back and forth, and he pretty much called us roaches. Not so many words. He pretty much called us roaches and not so many words. Pretty much because so many people were coming after him because called who roaches? I guess the people complaining. I guess because a lot of people were, because I feel like a lot of people, they were trying to leave constructive criticisms of what happened because it was basically a big update that occurred that was really, that some people felt was unnecessary and it was just not fair because I guess people are really egotistical about their characters, but people get like very territorial, very territorial on these video game characters. And it's like, don't, whatever you do, do not ever tell somebody that their character is so easy to fight with. Do not, everybody wants their character to be like very complicated, have this long move set, and they're like, with this person, this person requires so much skill, so much talent, and I have to do this and this. If you ever say that somebody's character is so easy to fight with, like if someone's character is like good for beginners, beginner friendly, you're going to get your head, like, people are going to talk to you off, they're going to tell you off. Yeah. So, so are you into it like that? I would like to say no, but I kind of am. Because this, this is one guy I watch, one of my favorite channels, and he he does not like my character that I fight with for some reason. Like, he always just overlooks this per, this my character. Like, he doesn't, um, like, he might do, like, a review of every single character in the game. It could be, like, a three-hour video. Mm-hmm. And when it goes to my character, he just sees, like, 30 seconds talking about her. I'm like, oh, okay. Time to go. Oh, you don't. You take that personal. It makes me mad because it's like I watch all these other characters get their input and stuff, and I want some tips. But I want tips for my character and nothing, you know. So I, I mean, I have a few characters. I have, um, but there's one main that I like the most. I like fighting with. Yeah, I remember you've been playing with that character for years. <laughs> Cause I got good with them, but um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah, if everybody was coming at me like that, yeah, I'd be t- making you back off, too. Yeah, but I guess the thing was the per- the creator was trying to justify the updates, and they were saying things. Yeah, but you do have to you have to keep your community happy, so. Yeah, no, they were trying to justify the updates, but based on what he said, a lot of people felt like it was very clear that he did not understand the game. Because he's not over that department. Like, he's just the head of it. Like, he's more like a producer, but he's not oh, okay. over the updates. So, I guess he said something that people felt was just, like, 
you didn't even play this game, man. F you and you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just feel so. I want to. I brought this up because I want to talk about how do you feel. Do you feel like businesses, whenever because I because I want a business, whenever like how would you how do you feel about if you do something for your business like if you change the direction of your business or whatever or your product and a lot of people don't agree with it like how would you i guess i was just thinking like if i'm ever in this position how would you handle that when you get like like a lot of open criticism well i mean people are gonna always criticize i mean it may or may not be warranted but um if there's like a trend, like if a lot of people are complaining about the same thing, then, <laughs> well, I mean, so, you, so this is, I mean, I'm not going to say that, you know, I started this, this is my company, I'm going to do it all, because, okay, it's your company, but if you don't have anybody, uh, I guess, in, your, in that case, playing the game or people, uh, Cause I mean, you got competitors, they'll go to something else. So you yeah. do have to take what they, what people say into consideration, but you so still have to keep the integrity of your idea. But at the same time, yeah, if enough people are, um, complaining about something, you should have people around you who, um, I guess who can kind of convince you, you know, that, you know, let you know that even though this is your idea, we understand the direction you was trying to go in. You know, why don't we consider doing it this way and just like come to some type of compromise? Is it ever okay to insinuate that the people coming against you are, are roaches? Um, <laughs> I they might be, but I don't think it's a good idea to say it. Oh yeah, that's not that's actually not the best idea. But I don't know. It was just something funny. Yeah, but one last traffic, and this is this traffic is a little bit heavier. So you know the um the um R and B singer the weekend, right? Mm-hmm. So he just had an album called I don't even remember the name of it. Listen is that how, important? Listen to how much I enjoyed it, I guess. <laughs> but you know, because I feel like these days there's a lot of talk about R and B and just mu- the direction of music in general. R and B is dead, and I. I don't think it's dead. I can't say. Let me let me put it this way. I feel like R and B is definitely very much alive. Like there's so many different artists. Like The Weeknd. Like you have The Weeknd. You have Miguel. You have Usher still out. You have Janae Aiko. You have Summer Walker. You have um, it's what's the other one? Eight Scissor. Now don't get me wrong. Like I know you know dark skinned black woman or brown skinned black woman representation is definitely lacking. Like it does seem like the only brown skin women in R&B these days are really what's a nice word provoke really <laughs> bear just it's okay let's put it this way it's like they have some kind of past of being either whether it's a stripper or a past of being someone that's just very sexual and unclassy well, I mean R&B I mean of course it's going to evolve and it is does have like sexual undertones to it but um i'm not even necessarily looking at the colorism that's in it which is definitely there but it's just i'm talking about people who could really like sing oh so you so you're thinking so you're thinking more along the lines of singing versus the music because i was thinking about 
I, I, I mentioned yeah, the weekend the because because it's like I like you always hear great singers like in more intimate spaces like they don't get the widespread attention mm-hmm. um like maybe the female rappers and mm-hmm. um the pop singers and stuff yeah you know what though the reason i mentioned the weekend though was because i wanted because it's been a while since i really played an r&b album that's modern like i still play some old things like i like like when i say old i mean like early 2000s but it was just so sad because i hear because he broke he like had like i think he had he had like billions of streams and i really wanted to do billions? it yeah like streams not that not of like i guess that means like the album the album was streamed billions of time okay but each time it's streamed that doesn't count as a sale like you have to like i think a thousand streams count as one digital sale okay but if you buy it then of course that's a sale mm-hmm. but he had all these he put pretty much it was a really successful album he's number one um but i didn't enjoy it and the reason i didn't enjoy it i had to listen go back and listen to it again but i feel like it's this theme in r&b overall where the it's less about the singing and more about the instrumentals and there's nothing wrong with that because there are definitely some artists who can who don't sing that well or don't have the best singing voice but they make the music work for them but i feel like a lot of trend that i saw is like a lot of the instrumentals are like very what's the word like very groovy very elect not elect well electronic but just very trance like it's like it's like it's it's like something that you would listen to getting high like it's like mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying like it's like the music is just a bit too much and i felt with his with his album with the songs i listened to and i didn't listen to, i didn't listen to every single song because he had like 22 songs on it so i i just don't have the time but I felt like there were a few songs that I did like, but I feel like overall the album, the music was just really, like I was getting a headache listening to it because it was just so many different sounds and instrumentals and it didn't have the perfect consonants. And I just feel like in general, that's where R&B is heading right now. Like it's not about the singing or actual vocal talent. It's more about just having about the vibe and I guess the vibe of being high and, you know. Yeah. So how do you feel about that? Going being well, I like mean, I haven't growing up in the nineties or when did you yeah, grow up? The eighties, except whatever you, are, however old you are, I don't know. Well, I consider my era of music to be like the nineties, you know, as far as the R and B, because I mean, like when you're in school, you don't really have a, you just like whatever's trendy. Mm-hmm. But when I got an appreciation for music, um, like my own unique appreciation not what was just played on the radio i consider it to be like the 90s as my era of music and that's when you had like mary j blige destiny's Mm -hmm. child lauren hill tlc um tony braxton Mm -hmm. janet jackson what about some of the men not popular oh man (laughs) they there were even more men really yeah like you had R. Kelly, which I know he's disgraced, but um, Lavert. Um, That's another thing. I feel like in modern R and B, there's not as many men singers anymore. Would you agree or no? Yeah, definitely. And you have that. some, but it's like men are more. It's like so. It's like society is trying to push men more towards rapping and hip hop than actual singing. Yeah, because for a while it was kind of like 
male R and B singers. They just was like kind of seeing them as a joke. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand that. Like, I actually, I actually like, regardless of any genre, I love singing. Like, I love listening to people sing. Yeah, so and I think it's just sad that that's it. Seemed like male singers is like a dying breed. Yeah. Well, but then again, maybe for like the R and B world, because I mean, I guess. I guess you still have like a lot of singers of other races that sing, but I don't. I'm talking about like more so like R&B and like you know that kind of thing. Right, and that to me that was the best because it's like back then, and I guess maybe it's the same these days too. But back then, it's like you can hear a song, you remember exactly where you were, what you were doing, mm-hmm. like who you were hanging out with, but. I don't know. I mean, I guess that was just because it was my era. Y'all will probably feel the same way. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to. I just can't. I'm try, like, let me put, I can listen to it, and there are some good bops out there. It's just. And, and, I, and I feel like there are. I forgot about Ashanti. Oh, man. Uh, I, so many groups. So many groups. And I just want to say, I do feel like the people. They take their craft seriously. I just feel like the it's just it's a different evolution, you know. And I'm really interested in seeing what this new decade brings for music in general. Yeah. But you know, that's enough for traffic today. Um, let's go to our last segment. We have some tickets to give out. Um, I don't have a ticket today, unfortunately. So I guess it's a good day. So I guess I won't get that extra paycheck from the department but <laughs> i believe it's always a ticket to give out okay well how about like you give it out i told you that ticket it's got to go to the lady who was coughing and spitting on groceries in um in pennsylvania mm-hmm. um i don't know did, was she sick she was saying that she was sick mm-hmm. and uh she went to this grocery store and just acting like a cave woman going through their coughing on the stuff spitting on it uh apparently this lady is like known for being like real low life do you know how old she was um i think she might have been in her 30s oh that's quite old yeah like she wasn't well she wasn't a teenager but yet whatever i was looking at saying oh it was a prank gone wrong i'm like you 37 i want to say she was like 37 possibly 32 but it didn't sound like a prank to me it was just some real and things like low that, life things like that make me mad because it just shows that no matter how hard you try to stay in your quarantine to do the right thing to get for this thing to go through you have people ignorant people like that that's just trying yeah to like it. i don't know what she i guess she was trying to get attention i don't know what she was doing but it's whatever she was people. trying to do it was like it wasn't funny i mean she had to be on drugs or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I put everything on drugs, but it just had to be. I don't know. Like She was under the influence of something. But anyway, it's like the store said, you know, they had to throw away like $35,000 worth of uh, merchandise because she had contaminated it. And um, then she tried to run out and steal some beer as she was leaving. Mm. But she got arrested. So that's a good thing. That's good. But I, it's just like in general, I feel like that was a trend that was going around for a long time. Like really, yeah, because it's like a, like a lot of people were just doing nasty things. Like you saw the thing with the um girl that lit the ice cream, 
and there's like a new trend where people are licking toilet seats and airplanes. Wait, what? <laughs> licking toilets? Yes. That's, I guess, I don't know if it's a TikTok trend or what. People people are licking toilets. So this is um, kids. No, kids. People like my age, possibly older, maybe like around my age. Like oh, not, Lord. Just take me, Lord. I don't need to be seeing this stuff. These people do not look like kids to me. So this is just, you know, and then you still have people throwing birthday parties. Like I saw a video out in L.A. recently where these, they were like a whole bunch of police officers. And they were like pretty much trying to disband this big group of people that were having a birthday party for that one-year-old. And it's like, it's a big crowd of people. It's like, you guys know we have stay-at-home orders. Like, why are you guys out? And I was, I was definitely on the police side on this one. It's like, they, the people just being so rude to the police officers. It's like, come on, you guys. Can we please just stay, stay your butt home? Okay. They, they're like, you're doing all this for a one-year-old birthday? Really? You're breaking us up? It's like, yes, you guys. Like, this, this is serious. Like, we can't have this kind of stuff going on. Like, I'm ready for this quarantine to be over, just like the next guy. But I understand that it would require us to actually be quarantined as a society. And it'll be very interesting to see how America ends up with this. I know. I mean, because it's one thing. We appreciate our freedom. But at the same time, that freedom does come with some responsibility. Right. And that's that's why I feel like with other countries. It is. Like China and Italy, Korea. And just, I feel like there's this, I mean, they, I know they have democracy. Well, some of them have democracy, not China. But it's like. It just seems like, I guess because our country is, like, based on freedom and everybody having an opinion, it seems like their countries are more... Community-minded. Yeah, you know, and I think it's just unfortunate that still in America, like, people are just not... It's. It, I guess people don't... It's not community-minded, you know. Like, it's just everybody has their different definition of what it means to be an American and the things they stand for, and it's... Just a lot, I don't know, just a lot of divisions. Yeah, it's I like, feel. at that point, you you kind of intruding on my rights. Like, I have a right to be healthy and mm-hmm. not struck with coronavirus and bringing it to my family and mm-hmm. spreading it on and on. Like, come on. Think about other people. That's just selfish. Yeah, like, it's like this country, it's, this is the worst country for it to happen in where everybody is so individualistic. <laughs> like, that's a good thing. I mean, thing I still see things. people... People are still out like nothing's going on. That's why Target was packed. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know people getting stuff they need, but I mean, it was actually packed today. And that's why I'm honestly, I'm on the, I'm ready for them to start implementing martial law, have the um, army do things. And people, a lot of people get scared when I say that, but I'm not scared at all because I'm going to listen to what the law is. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to listen to them. I'm not, I don't have no reason to be scared of the military take it over because a lot of the police officers are getting sick as well like i think i heard somewhere in new york i don't know how true this is but i heard that like a thousand new york police officers um had the coronavirus yeah i mean i'm not for martial law but i'm getting to the point of saying you know they're gonna have to ramp up something because people are just i mean i was in the store people were some people had on masks but you had people coughing i'm like everybody just looking at at the lady in the store coffee. It's like, is she trying to do this on purpose? Like, mm-hmm. what's she about to do? Right. So people doing all this stupid stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, we, I think we need martial law. I think, I mean, I know it sounds scary, but it's really not that scary. I mean, it's, 
what what else will work for us? <laughs> what else? No, people would not listen. Like, there's so many videos of people just arguing with the police and just arguing with, like, officials and just saying, we could be out here, this is our hood, or this is our community. You have to spring breakers, and, you know, but yeah. this is getting depressing. Um, Was that enough coronavirus for today? <laughs> well, I mean, it's the topic of the day. I'm, I'm just going to start enjoying it. Like, today I was so productive. I, I do work from home, so um, I've been working from home, but, you know, in between I've been – uh, doing stuff like I washed two of my cars today and um, I'm looking at um, painting around the house and just trying to be productive yeah yeah and yeah. spend time with family mm-hmm. even though I mean after a while that gets on your nerves yeah it. it's just always somebody walking around <laughs> asking for drinks asking for food <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think that's enough for this episode. You have any? Yeah, remarks? you can call us the coronavirus episode. Yeah, coronavirus episode. That's all we hear. I mean, we may as well talk about it. That's all. That's all people are talking about. Like, yeah. if you even notice, like social media is even being inundated with coronavirus news. All yeah. these conspiracy theories. Oh God, conspiracies. But yeah. That's all for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.